the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. I want to tell you, well, I got some business to tend to, but I got to do this first. Kurtz Automotive is up at I-17 in Bell. I, I got to tell you that a lot of my shops do this, but just recently, Kurtz did it again. Got a customer on that side of town, calls me, not a customer, but a caller, and emails me, and I say, you know what, you need to have a fresh pair of eyes, so take it over to Kurtz. And then each and every time, they call me back or email me back and say, got it taken care of. Thank you very much. Love the shop. So that's the kind of guys they are. Eric, Jeff, and Kurt are all master technicians. They're smart. They know what they're doing. They know how to diagnose. They know how to say, I don't know. But they're able to fix cars that have already been around the world and around the, the valley. So if you're in the I-17 in Bell area, may I see, and you don't have a car repair, or you want to compare your car repair to another shop, then I would do Kurtz. Okay, we were talking to Walt and uh, uh, Carl, Carl, Carl. We were talking to Carl, and um, he's kind of deciding on whether he's going to do the belts and hoses on his 08 Lexus, and he's got 105,000 miles. And I asked him if he had a strong woman. Now, there's different women in my life. You've got dominant women, and then you've got partner women, and then you've got people, women that, you know, wouldn't say bad words if they had a mouthful. Just kind and quiet. Okay, so here's the story. I, and this has happened a couple of times. This happened 35 years ago. Lexi is married to a uh, an attorney who has passed away. Lexi is driving a 65 Mustang. The attorney could care less about car repair. He fixes everything when it breaks. That's all he does. So Lexi's driving the 65 Mustang. It breaks down. There's a lot of steam. There's all this stuff. So at the end of the day, she just drives to the nearest dealership, and she trades the 65 Mustang in for an Explorer. And this was a really nice Mustang. And, of course, the attorney husband just goes crazy. Well, he tried to unwind the deal. And, of course, the dealership says, no, we're not doing that. She had the authority to trade it in, and we really like your Mustang. I've heard that two or three times over the last 40 years, and that should scare you. <laughs> and, and, if she, and, and, of course, no one knows what they're going to buy. So she may buy something very expensive and take $1,000 for the 65 Mustang and walk out of there. And that's she just tired of the, the breakdown. So anyway, I say to Carl, um, that's well, why I ask okay, about one, it. One last, one last question, Mark. Um, what price range should I be looking at? Well, I, you, all I, I just, um, I'm going to ballpark it and shoot from the seat of the pants. That's good. Um, that's I'm good. thinking you got four or five hoses 
maybe more, and some of them are going to be bigger and smaller, and the other ones are going to be smaller. And then I've got one or two fan belts. Then I've got a cooling system flush, and I think you could be in the five to $700 range, I think. Okay. Now, here's something else I wanted to tell you. If they give you an estimate, they have to figure out five hoses at what the total amount is. They have to figure a gallon and a half of coolant. They have to figure two fan belts, and they have to hook all the labor. For them to tell you that they don't have that data behind the, the estimate is crazy. Now, admittedly, some people will add to the top, and I'm telling you right now, Salem does. We add 10% to the top of our estimate. That's for sales mm-hmm. tax. Then we add another 10%, and you know why? I can say proudly, nobody leaves my shop where their estimate is more than is not one penny over the final bill is not one penny over the estimate i am going to hit the estimate or below it now i'm not going to call you for a six dollar radiator cap because i already got 10 percent of the bill sitting out here mm-hmm. so i'm going to still be underneath my estimate so that's how you work it okay thank you mark I appreciate all right it. good luck to you carl vince you're up next how can i help you yeah um uh, on the maintenance situation, I, I have a Lexus uh, 350RX and 2010, and it's getting about 98,000 miles. And I, I appreciate the previous conversation because I wasn't looking into <laughs> doing any hoses or belts either because they looked all good to me. But uh, another question my uh, mechanic asked me on the way out the door of my oil change, he says, you're getting close to a transmission fluid change. And it's my knowledge that uh, this RX350 2010 is a closed system, and it doesn't need uh, transmission changes. But I go on uh, Lexus forums, and, of course, they're a little bit obsessive-compulsive or whatever, yeah, and they're talking about changing and how to change it and everything else at fifty thousand and hundred thousand. But I'd like to ask your opinion on that. It's easy. The the sealed transmissions always have a service um, process for them. So you've been around the world four times. You drove the equator four times. That's a lot of miles. We can't lose sight of that. Now. Do you, you, I'm telling you, you had a synthetic fluid and at the very beginning. So you've gone 100,000 miles with synthetic fluid. But the risk is huge because that transmission could be eight or $9,000. So okay. I'm saying to you, if you had to spend 500 bucks for a transmission service, I'm not quite sure the risk, um, I mean, the, the reward is bigger and the risk is smaller. Another thing too right. is is I what does your owner's manual say about a transmission service? It doesn't mention any of it. I was looking okay. through it. All right. And I didn't see anything to that effect. And it was my understanding it was a lifetime deal, but you know, like you're saying, there's that risk. And and nothing and, and so I'm gonna change your question slightly and say, Hey Mark when you replace a transmission, is there something you see that's common throughout your transmission replacement? And I say, yes, the fluid. <laughs> and okay. It's burnt, it's dirty, it's black, it's brown. It's not cherry red. It doesn't look like tomato soup diluted a lot. So there is mm. a commonality to the transmissions we replace. And I would say 75% or higher of the time, 
the fluid is really bad. Now, admittedly, the belts, bands, and clutches could have been going out for six months, which caused, which smoked the fluid, and now I see it and it smells bad and everything else. I'll, I'll go with that. But I still think it's in your, if your intention is, is to keep this car for another 50 or 100,000 miles, I'd have it, I would have it serviced at 100. But if in the next 125 to 150, you're thinking you're going to get rid of it, I'd still do it because you don't want to have the transmission fail before you want to get rid of it because now you have a big bill. So it's kind of like just decide for yourself how long you're going to keep it. Now, on the other hand, if you're going to trade it in at 110, then I say don't do it. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, How much does that usually cost? They're talking about pumping it. They have to pump it out because it's really not set out for drainage or... You're right. It's You're a right. Toyota transmission, yeah. sure. We 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 know how to do that. We all have those kinds of machines. They're called suck and fill. And it's just okay. not a dipstick and a cooler line kind of thing. So we used to interrupt. Right. Well, we still do. We take the cooler lines off. One of them's pushing and one of them's sucking. So I push the push one into a five-gallon bucket. And the suck one I've got sitting the hoses in a brand new five-gallon bucket of transmission fluid. So old's going out, new's going in. And as soon as I see the old cleanup, Boom, I shut it down. So there's so many different variety of, of ways to service sealed transmissions. What part of town do you live in? I live in uh, northeast Phoenix, okay. about 32nd and Shea. Um, I, I, I would probably call Blackwell at 40th and Greenway. 40th and Greenway. Okay. And tell him Mark Salem says that he knows that he's not going to know the answer to the question, but would you call me back with an estimate to change my transmission fluid? And I'd like an out-the-door estimate. O-T-D, okay. out-the-door, okay? Okay, great. All right, thank, thank you. you very You're welcome. You're welcome. Maintenance is, is tough. I'll just read you. I have a sheet here in front of me. My daughter provides me. Air conditioning service. No, you don't change the Freon. Alignment check. Yeah, we do that just to see if something's way out of whack, but you're not going to get the three-whiskered kid to do an alignment check because he's going to look at the arrow and the green and the red, and he's going to tell you everything that machine tells you. And us gray-haired guys know that sometimes you're a little out of the spec because the car drifts to the left on, on crowned roads, city streets, and we're going to take this alignment a little out of spec to make it go straight. So alignment check. Brake check, that can be done most of the time during an oil change. Brake fluid flush, 75 to 100,000 miles. Cooling system flush, 75 to 100,000 miles. Electrical check, only when you need it. Then you got an inspection for the check engine light, the ABS light, the traction control light, the airbag light. You got all that. Then you got, um, yeah, and, and labor rate is important, but here's why labor rate should not be anything on the top three of how you decide. Because if a guy, if a guy is going to do a four-hour job, and he's at $100 an hour, it's easy. It's four hours. But there's two variables there, their hourly rate and the amount of time. So if I was a bandit and I said, I'm going to charge you 150 but I'm also going to say instead of four hours, it's six hours, all of a sudden, labor rate doesn't mean nothing. And the reverse is true. The reverse is this. I want to give you a cheap labor rate, but in reality, I'm going to take the four hours and make it five. So my effective labor rate is 125. I'm telling you that 25% of the shops in the Phoenix Valley area probably practice that 
on a regular basis by manipulating the labor rate and the amount of hours necessary to do it. Now, I must tell you, when it comes to the amount of hours, I'll give you an example. Eddie the other day did a 16-hour oil gasket underneath the timing chain of this car with variable valve timing. I mean, we're talking about electronics and sophistication. 16 hours. So I was there and I was talking to him, and the front of the motor, the front half of the motor, is just one giant grease ball. So I said to him, what'd you bid it? He said, I bid it at 17. And I said, why? And he says, because I'm washing everything. When I give them back, the front of that engine will look brand new. <laughs> and he says, I'm taking the timing cover off. I'm going to do the oil pump I'm not, or the water pump. I'm not going to charge him for that because I have to unbolt it anyway. So he says, but I'm getting an extra hour for cleanup. Now, I saw that car when it was done, and I want to tell you, he did a magnificent job. So if the customer looks at it and he says, well, that cost me $125, he took all the parts off. He probably washed 20 or more parts and all the bolts that hold all that stuff together. But the timing cover, the timing chain cover, is this massive thing that might be two feet wide and might be two feet tall. So it's it's a lot of work, and yes, we're... Yes, my shop is allowed to deviate. If we're going to take the valve covers off your car and they're a ugly looking red, if you want them painted, it's going to cost you another 50 bucks. We're going to take them and wash them. We're going to put them over here. We're going to paint them and put them back on. So we'll oftentimes ask you, do you want us to kind of look, make it look a little better than it does? Yeah. Okay, that's an extra 60 bucks. So there's a lot of us that do that, but we're up front about it. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. We have five. 602 Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Phoenix skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Phoenix. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. Intelligent Talk, 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, Mayor Jalovitz will interview expert David Mayer-Levy to continue the analysis of Israel's next and future war. Hezbollah, Hamas, ISIS, Iran, and even the United Nations all allied against Israel. Do not miss this very important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. When I grow up, 
I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. How do we get a diagnosis? What are the stages of the disease? When someone in your life has Alzheimer's, not a day goes by that you don't have questions. Do we need full-time care? Are there any new treatments? So many questions. Where do you start? How will I pay for this? Where can I get extra help? Alzheimer's.gov, a reliable resource for information about Alzheimer's and related dementias. What happens next? Where can I find answers? The answers start here. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you. 960 The Patriot and 960ThePatriot.com. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday here on 960 The Patriot, we're talking about cars from 10 to noon. Um, I'm going to just real quick talk about Blackwell Automotive. Tom and I have been friends since probably the mid-90s. We're both cut from the same cloth. Um, neither one of us has been described as passive. <laughs> and, 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 um, and both of us have a bark, and, and it's used typically in the shop arena. And, and we're both well-skilled, but Tom's actually, with respect to manufacturing and adapting parts and fixing stuff that doesn't have a part for it, he's probably a little better than we are. Tom's really good at older cars, really, really good at older cars. So if you're in the 40th Street and Greenway area and you don't have a garage, then stop by Tom's, and that's called Black, Blackwell Automotive, and, of course, his name's Tom. And like I said, he does dem- domestic and foreign cars, but he's a really good guy. All right, let's go back to the phones. And, oh, by the way, anybody else, 602-508-0960. we got three lines open, but we're going to kill Daniel, or we're going to take Daniel's line right now. Daniel, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. So I had a simple question about uh, I'm pulling a 18-foot trailer. Uh, we normally have about 1,000 to maybe 1,500 pounds, so it's not too much on it. Um, so I'm just curious about, air pressure for my truck uh, that I'm pulling it at? Because I think normal is around 32, um, but I would like to do more than that. I just don't know kind of where I should be. Great question. Great question. Okay, I'm going to give you a bicycle to ride to Tucson, and the tire on the side of it says maximum inflation is 60 pounds. And I'm going to ask you to ride to Tucson with 30 pounds. Are you going to do it? I am not. Okay, neither am I. Now, when you when your car goes down the road, it likes fully inflated tires. And it gets better fuel economy, and the tires run cooler. Now, the tire has it written right on the side that's maximum load, 
3,200 pounds at 54, 58, 60 PSI. I run every car I own at maximum tire inflation. Now, that, that's different than the sticker on the door. So the sticker on the door may say 38, but I'm running them at 45. The tire can handle 45. I want it to run cool. Now, here's another thing. If your tire's half inflated and you kiss a curb, there's a good chance the wheel is going to pinch the rubber sidewall and cut the tire. But when I'm driving a truck and I've a car, whatever, and I've got fully inflated tires, I should bounce off that curb. When you go through a pothole with a tire that's kind of soft, you're going to cut the tire if you go through fast. But on a fully inflated tire, it's going to be a little bit of a rodeo ride, but you're not going to cut the tire. So because of better fuel economy, because it runs cooler, I say forget the stickers. Now, this goes on the trailer, too. On the trailer, it'll say on the side of the tire, maximum load, 4,000 pounds at 45 PSI. I'd run the whole shabunger at maximum inflation. Now, people are going to say, oh, you're going to wear the center out of the tire. No, you're not. <laughs> I've done this too many years. No, you're not. And you're, gonna, you're just going to be better all the way around. But the two important things, as I've already described, is, is that you get better fuel economy and the tire runs cooler. And I think that's what you're after. Let me ask you one other question. I was thinking about upgrading my vehicle. We have a, an SUV now, and we need a truck just to use the bed as well. I've been looking at a 2011 to 14 Tundra, and I was just curious, if I'm pulling that kind of weight, will the 4.6, in your opinion, um, do fine, or should I do the 5.7? I, you said it's only 1,500 pounds. It's really not much weight. Okay. I'm thinking either one of them. But here's what you do. Just get on the Internet and find out trailer towing capabilities for those spread of years of cars. Now, if your truck weighs 4,000 pounds and it can handle 2,000 pounds of load, then it's going to be called a 6,000-pound gross vehicle weight. Gross vehicle weight includes the load. Sometimes they'll have a trailer towing package, and so they'll say trailer can be 1,500 pounds with the 4.7 liter. So you know you're all right. But if it says this motor has 3,000 pounds and you're only doing 15, you're home free. I want to tell you for quality, I, I like Toyota and I like the Tundra. There's a lot of them on the road and they seem to be somewhat trouble-free trucks. So if you're going to buy one, I think all I would do is just, I, I can virtually assure you that just about any motor you have is going to haul a 15-foot trailer. If that's really what it weighs, that's really nothing that's nothing sure okay now when those uh when those say tow package is that just because they have a hitch and a five pin or is, would that probably indicate that they have a, a oil and transmission cooler that could very well equal some of or all of those sometimes they add a leaf to the back of the truck now hopefully you have a seven pin bargeman b-a-r-g-m-a-n because that's what you should have. Now, if they have a 7-pin yeah, bargeman and you have a 5-pin flat connector, you can buy an adapter. You plug in the bargeman, and then you plug your 5-pin into the back of the bargeman. So there's an easy transition between those two. You don't have unless, of course, somebody's messed up the wiring on the truck, and then you'll have to go through and put the taillights where they belong in the left turn and right turn. But, um, you know, I, 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 I think you're going to find in that year spread, you're going to find it's all going to be 7-pin bargeman. So there's 6 pins around the side, and then you got the center pin. So awesome. I think you'll be all well, right. Well, thank you so much. All right, good enough. Thank, you bet, Daniel. Thank you. Tony, you're up next. 
Hey there, Mark. Hi. Hey, I was going to ask you a question to try and fill in some gaps that are coming up with uh, some of these teaser ads with the new Ford F-250 and 350 truck with the new engine that's going to be available coming up 2019 for the 2020 truck. They're uh, talking about and, you know, giving a lot of description about the new 7.3 gas motor. And, uh, I mean, it looks like a very, I mean, give a lot of good description about it. I mean, it's reminiscent of the old 460, but now it's got, you know, mileage. And they're claiming it's going to, you know, compete with the diesel. And, you know, if that's the case, well, you don't have to do any of the urea, you know, tank or anything like that. Uh, they give the displacement, but they won't give the the horsepower, foot-pounds of torque, the mileage or anything like that. So I'm just wondering if you have any uh, inside info or any, inf- uh, you know, uh, insight as to what, you know, is this motor going to be viable? Well, um, <laughs> here comes the Chevy Ford Dodge kind of, di- di- you know, discussion. But if you were my brother and I loved my brother, and I do love my brothers, I would say to you this. The last few motors that Ford's come out with has been miserable <laughs> failures. <laughs> and, 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 and and they're, they're new um, six seven is kind of new, but it's showing promise. Their seven three gas way along, or their seven three diesel a long time ago in nineteen ninety nine was a monster motor, and it was a great motor. But the six eight liter and the six four and a whole bunch of their V eight gas, we work on those a lot. I am very happy my customers <laughs> drive those Fords because <laughs> I, I get to fix them a lot. I don't know. I jump to the seven three. It's a big block for no question about that. I don't. I would like it to be a derivative of the, you know, 460 motor. Maybe it has, but it's not likely because the 460 motor was still, you know, throttle body fuel injection. This is probably port fuel, maybe sequential port fuel. But no, I I'm not going to to advise any of my customers, my loved ones, my neighbors to go out and buy the 73, a brand new gas motor in a Ford. And I would do the same on the General Motors or a, or a Chrysler. I would do the same. I say we need a year's worth of how they're doing. That new Dodge with that Eco Diesel, that's the biggest piece of crap we've seen in a long, long time. And we've got major repairs on that at starting at 30, and 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 the same repair goes from 30,000. And we had one the other day; it was 110. So we're talking lots of money. So it's going to take them a while to figure out what's. They already know what's wrong. The EGR is melting the intake manifold, and the EGR is hanging open. So and people are driving them like a grandma, and they don't. You got to drive a diesel like you like you stole it. So. There's lots of problems, but the answer to your question is no. I, I, I wouldn't advise anybody to go with the 7.3 until we have at least a year on it. Okay? Okay? Oh, okay. Sorry. We'll be back in a minute. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. 
They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. It's so nice now that the kids are asleep. Cheers. We got the kids, our house, a stable income. Checking off all the boxes. But there's one box we haven't checked off. What's that? Life insurance. We don't need to think about that now. We're young. That's why now is the best time. Life insurance gets more expensive the older you get. But I don't have time to do a blood test. It's such a hassle to meet with someone just to get a quote. Not with Ethos. Ethos? It's a modern kind of life insurance. You just answer four quick questions at GetEthos.com and get a free instant quote. No pushy salespeople. And no medical exams required for policies covering under a million dollars. You can apply online in just 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Let's do it. Hmm. But then what will we do for the rest of the night? I'm sure we can think of something. <laughs> Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. A promise was made. A promise that hit the beaches of Normandy. A covenant that split the skies over Berlin. A vow that captured Iwo Jima. A promise was made. A solemn oath that liberated Seoul. A sacred trust that defended Quezon. A pact that dug in in Da Nang. A contract that weathered Tet. A promise was made. A pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq. A bond that patrolled door to door in Fallujah. An IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made. To America's veterans, a promise we all must keep. DAV fights for all veterans and their families so they get the health care, financial benefits, and support they earned. If you're a veteran who needs help or you'd like to help us keep the promise, visit DAV.org. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade from my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. All about that demon, all the mobile, the monster, 34 the minutes after 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, 602-508-0960. We've got three, four lines open right now, 602-508-0960. You're welcome to join us. And uh, let me go to Will. Will, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. Love the show. Thank you for all the advice you give us. Thank you. Okay. I have a 2003 Honda. CRV, uh, 200,000 miles, awesome car, runs great. I keep getting this uh, light on my dash, and it says it's the emissions, and you look in the manual, and it says it could be uh, you don't tighten your gas cap, I guess, or something like that, three clicks or something. 
So how concerned do I need to be about this? I have no problems with the car whatsoever, and it's just kind of driving me crazy for like the last month. Okay. Well, you won't pass emissions with that light or the or the the hidden codes behind that light, that emissions okay. light. Okay. Here's what what we do. The, the the fuel system should the fuel vapor system, which is the vapors on top of the gas in your tank. We suck those fumes off and we run them through the engine, okay? But we have okay. all these little solenoids that open and close. Now, we don't want to suck the, f- the gas or the vapors off the tank when you're doing 80 miles an hour and the fuel's sloshing like crazy because we're going to get a little liquid gas, and that's not what we want. Then we have a pressure sensor in the top of the tank, and when we suck a vacuum on it, the pressure sensor says, I see you. So, yes, a gas cap is one of them. If you want to do like everybody else in the world is, is go get a gas cap. Now they're going to say, oh, you got to buy a Honda one, or you got to buy this, or you got to buy that. I'd get a Stant, S-T-A-N-T. They make most everybody's <laughs> radiator and gas caps. So I'd get a Stant if I were you. But you can try a gas cap, but you're going to have to deal with this at least a month before you go through emissions next. Now, here's what we do. We hook up a smoke machine to your system. And the very first thing we do is is follow the lines from the fuel tank forward to the engine compartment, and almost always we'll find one broken. Well, you plug it back in, you run the test again, you leave the smoke on it during the lunch hour, you come back, the smoke you know, hasn't escaped, and then you're done. I make it sound easy, but really that's an hour or an hour and a half's worth of work. Plug right, the machine right. and all that kind of stuff. So you can drive it the way it is. You're not going to hurt it, but you're going to have to deal with it before you go to missions next. Okay, thank All you right. very much, Mark. Appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. You know, when it comes to, to labor rates, I, I'll, I'll share this with you. My daughter, Andy, surveys, I don't know, 15 to 25 shops in our area. And we're next to a lot of dealers. There's some chain stores. There's some independent garages. There's quick loop facilities. And we do, twice a year, we do a very in-depth Andy does this. She calls and she says something like, Hi, I'm Andy from ASU and I'm doing some surveys. Because if she says she's Andy from Salem Boys, they're probably not going to tell her. So anyway, we make up this story all the time and she does this. The average labor rate in my area, I think, is 132. That's all everybody put together divided by. Now, it's clear the dealers are up in the 140, 145, and even actually 175 an hour range. And most independents are going to be, give or take, about 125. The 105 guys I'm a little suspicious of, in case they add the hours, they add more hours, which gives them an effective rate of 125. So my average area in my area is 132. We're at 125. I'm pretty comfortable with that. I'm real comfortable with that. We don't want to be at the average. We want to be slightly below the average, but I think we're better than the average, but I can justify my my labor rate. So when people say, what's your labor rate? And I say 125, or anybody says that, and they say, oh, you're expensive. No, we're not. All the dealers over there, or these, these dealers from this particular organization are all at 145 for your car. So it's the labor rate's important, but it's important to understand that the average ticket has probably an hour and a half to two hours worth of labor on it. The average. Sure, we did one the other day. It was 16 hours. But the average ticket's a couple hours maybe at the most. So anyway, that's what you want. You don't, I don't think you want to spend a lot of time doing labor rates and letting that decide because there's going to be somebody out there who gives you a $90 labor rate, but... It's one hour job, so it should be ninety dollars. But he bills you for two hours, and you're paying one hundred and eighty dollars an hour. And then all of a sudden, you're in, you're not in a comfort zone. 
So that's what um, I would do if I were you. 602-508-0960. If you have a question, I've still got another 40 minutes on the show. You can also call, uh, email me, mark at marksalem.com. Mark at marksalem.com. If you give me your phone number, uh, most of the times I don't want to type uh, a dictionary or a, a, a long story novel, so I'll usually call you, and because I usually have lots of questions to ask you. So you say your car pulls to the right, and we have a, a conversation before I can kind of hone in. So it's a give and take, like the radio show. I love it that all the guys today have said, i got a 15 Sierra with a 6.6 liter, and I've got a service engine. That's wonderful. And, and then he says, i got 67,000 miles on it. That's the give and take. You give me information, I ask you for more information, you answer the questions, and it runs it through my my computer in my head. And speaking of computer, my wife says that, that my hard drive is crashed and so is my RAM. And I'm not quite sure what that means. I've forgotten what radio station I'm at, so I'm just going to take a break now. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement. A plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. This is Dan Proft for townhall.com. President Trump was right to declare in his State of the Union address that the tolerance of the ruling elites for illegal immigration is not compassionate but cruel. The Fortune 500 C-suite GOP donors and the open borders Democrat socialist crowd practice similar forms of sentimental barbarism. They both treat illegal immigrants inhumanely as the means to their short-term ends. For the C-suite GOP donor, the illegal immigrant is useful economically, reducing labor costs. For the wild-eyed Marxist, the illegal immigrant is useful politically, increasing the cadre of reliable voters. Both cohorts demagrag their respective parties with rhetoric that frightens voters away from the sort of compromise Trump proffered, a message consistent with that of the Statue of Liberty. A virtuous immigration policy puts a welcome mat in front of our golden door and opens it to new Americans who will serve the long-term interests of America for generations to come. I'm Dan Prof. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. 
You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. Or S, speech difficulty. Then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately. Because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. 43 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Let me tell you about Automatic Transmission Exchange over on Washington and 40th Street. If there's a Fred Flintstone of transmissions, it's Phil. I've told you before that I think on real sophisticated issues, you need to look for a gray-haired technician, somebody who's been in the business more than three years, somebody that's older than your underwear. So it's, it's entirely possible that you need somebody, especially if you have an older car, but the fundamentals of how a transmission works have not changed. It's how we shift it that has changed. Phil from Automatic, Automatic Transmission Exchange has been around since 1968. He's at 40th Street in Washington. He's the only shop in Phoenix area that I can confirm is a good transmission shop. So that's Automatic Transmission Exchange. Cameron, good morning. How can I help you? Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. I had a question for you. I drive a 2014 Scion XD. Okay. Um, I drive it for work. I drive for a living. I'm putting about thirty to probably 40,000 miles on a year. Okay. Um, throughout my day, I'll be driving for about six, seven hours a day, and I'll be making about 20 to 30 stops a day. Pop out of my car, take my pictures, and do what I got to do. I'll actually leave my car running all day. Mm-hmm. Is that bad? To do or should I be turning it off and starting it every time I hop out? It's it's six to one and a half dozen there, but let me ask you a question. How long are you letting it idle? Um, it'll be idling no more than ten minutes. Okay. Now, when you drive it, do you drive? Could could you put a a a glass of hot chocolate between your legs and not spill it, or you would never put? a bottle or a cup of hot coffee between your legs because you know you'd spill it. How do you drive it? Mm, I'd probably spill it. Okay. All right. I say I'm a little uncomfortable with the 10 minutes, but I'm thinking five, give or take a couple, is I would just leave it running. If you were my kid, I'd say just leave it running. I'm happy you're driving it like you stole it. I'm happy you're driving it kind of a little aggressively because that'll warm up the emission system and that'll keep the the uh, oil hot and all that other kind of stuff. So, ten minutes I'm a little uncomfortable with, but if it's in the five to seven range, and sometimes you don't know, but hey, you gotta you gotta go to the dance with the girl that got you there, and if uh, you've got um, you know thirty to forty thousand and you haven't had any problems, people are gonna say the battery in the starter is gonna overcome the savings of just sitting there and running the gas. Your your car is gonna sip gas at idle, and I don't really care about the gas. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you Thank very you. much. All righty. Let's go to Don. Don, you're up next. How can I help you? Beyond help. Yes, sir. You know that. Uh, know that. Did what? you get a text from Alan yesterday? Did I get a text from Alan? Yes. My son? Your son, Alan, yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> but it wasn't did about you. you. Huh? <laughs> it wasn't. It, if this is Don, the, the tow truck driver, it wasn't about you. So if you rang his it bell wasn't. yesterday. No. Well, it should have been. Okay. Well, um, yesterday I was on a tractor most of the day, and I didn't have my phone. 
So oh. he, even if he would have texted me, but to be honest with you, he my wife would have used. Okay. So anyway, um, we're not going to talk about a text you had my son send me because I know you, and I don't want to be fired today. So if you've got anything else on your mind, spill it now. Otherwise, I'm saying goodbye. Oh, man. Uh, well, I was talking about a show last week, maybe. Okay. Yeah. And well, All right. Well, just give it to me quick, buddy. Okay. Uh, I was looking for a check. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So. No, I, I don't, and I need you to get off Bluetooth so we can hear you. Oh, no, I'm on speaker. Hang okay, on. all right. So give it to me quick. Give it to me quick. Uh, I'll have to call you on your cell, I guess. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's not for radio, and I appreciate you calling me, and we're going to go on to Bill. Bill, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hey, how's it going? I never heard that saying, you got to dance with the girl, the guy. That's good. I like that, man. Well, I don't even know if I got it right. Well, I don't know. You, oh no, it's good. it's it's you got to dance with the girl you took to you got to dance with the girl you took to the party. I think is what it means. But if sometimes I take those old things and I screw them up, and my and my wife says you embarrass me, and I said I don't care. Yeah, you know what my wife hates is when I say uh, good enough for the girls we go out with. She just makes her hair. <laughs> you know? Hey, my, you know what? The reason I called you, man, is um, I got a tundra, an eighteen tundra. I want to lift the right the front end up a couple inches. I'm wondering if I got to put A arms on it or just those two inch blocks, two and a half inch blocks. Are good to... enough or put the front end up? Okay, I that's called a nose adjust, and they did it to my Dodge truck. I didn't like the droopy nose on my one-ton Dodge, yeah. so they, they added some yeah. um, two-inch spacers, and now the truck sits level. I don't know the answer to it, but I know. Have you got a pencil handy? Yeah. Okay, 480-598-1234. Ask for Alan, and he can answer your question while you wait. We, he he owns a company okay. that does that lifts and lowers and exhaust and quenches and lighting and all that kind of crap. So he can that's answer that, your uh, question. Is that that Cadillac uh, service center there on Warner Road by Car Wash or something? I think I've heard of that place. Allen's Repair. All right, yeah, I know it's you're not. About. It's not a Cadillac <laughs> service center. It's not that. It's a yeah, nice it shop. All right, let me defend myself. You you can't throw that crap on the table without. We have a beautiful shop that we built in 1993. Yeah. It's a beautiful shop. It's, I don't know, 12, 15,000 square feet. First of all, it has nothing to do with the price you pay because I paid it off four years ago. So it has not. And people yeah. come in and they go, oh, this is going to be expensive. I, I get that all the time, and I understand that. But, yes, that's that's the facility that we work at. That's the facility that my family owns, and uh, it's it's 25 years old or something like that. So, um, well, it looks it, like it was just built, man. Oh, know, and, like those half-moon doors, silver, or they're like uh, chrome doors when you walk in. Yeah, those like are stainless that. steel. Those were, cool. back in 1993, those were $43,000 stainless steel drawers, and my architect said, you'll love them. Well, I do, because they've lasted for all these years, oh, wow. And, wow. And, and they have nice glass on them, and when they broke into the shop, they broke the glass, and the glass was kind of cheap. So, yes, we do have some really nice stainless steel doors, but there's lots of women that work there, and they kind of made it very lady-friendly, So, and here's the key. I'm going to tell you a quick story, because you're the last caller anyway. Okay. My daughter comes to me and she says, you know, we're losing about an hour and a half's worth of, of time every day because the guys are going next door and getting soda pops. And I said, what do you want me to do about it? 
She says, I want you to talk to him because we're losing an hour and a half of productivity. So I go with him over to the quick trip, and I understand now why they're going over there for soda pops. She's really pretty. <laughs> She's really pretty. So she says, I says, you know what? This is what we're going to do. We're going to call Coca-Cola and put a four-dispenser machine right there. And I says, and then we'll let them pick the products, and then they won't go next door. She says, okay. So she puts the machine in, and I says, where does it make the ice? And she goes, what ice? And I said, well, we need ice. So we call Coke, and they go, we don't have ice. So we have to buy this $4,000 ice maker. So we put the soda pop in that they want, and they still go over there. And now she's really mad. So then they finally stopped going over there, and she says, they stopped. And I said, okay, well, let me find out. So I go out, and I say, hey, how can we go on over quick? Oh, no, no, no. So I go over there. The girl was transferred to 43rd McDowell. <laughs> oh, wow. So right. this, this whole fiasco, we have free soda pop, and here's the benefit. The FedEx guy and the UPS guy usually stop by just before lunch so they can get a soda, free soda with ice, and they can eat their lunch in their truck. There are other benefits for us giving free soda pop. It keeps the kids quiet. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's yeah. my crazy mind working. Thank you very much, Bill. Good luck to you, buddy. All righty. So, oh, no, we're, we're done with that. We can't do any more calls. But I want to talk to you about Harker's Auto at 38th Avenue in Indian School. I admitted earlier in the show that we had a car we couldn't fix that had a noise. And we told a customer that we needed another gray-haired guy to look at it. And the closest one to their house was Larry Harker's auto and Bob. Bob's a gray-haired guy. He's been around a long time. I've always best been impressed with his tenacity and his skill level and his just ultimate knowledge about the fundamental operation of a car. So there's us guys know that what comes out of the tailpipes tells us what happened underneath the hood. And you could talk to some of these young guys about NOx and CO and HC and oxygen, and really they don't know the values that that would be important. So the gray-haired guys, I'm just saying, we're we're skilled, and you wouldn't want somebody doing a a brain operation with you that had no whiskers. <laughs> and so <laughs> you'd probably be happy with a bald-headed doctor that's been around the world a, a couple of times. So um, uh, Larry Harker's is a good place. Been around for, gosh, no, I don't know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Bob and Ellen run it. Ellen runs the front office. You'll meet her when you walk in. She's a cowgirl, by the way. And then Bob runs the shop. They've been friends of mine for a very long time. And I can tell you unequivocally that Bob can fix cars. So if you got one of those cars, then, well, first, there's two kinds of cars. You got an oil change? He can take care of it. But if you've got a car that's been to three or four other shops and nobody can fix it, stop by Bob, see Bob at Harker's Automotive. 38th Avenue in Indian School. So we talk about different things. Um, I want to tell you that a lot of shops, including mine, cater to women. We cater to women. We have super fast high-speed Wi-Fi. We have TV trays so they can put their (laughs) laptop in front of them. (laughs) And we let them adjust the temperature in the lobby. So they're constantly asking, are you too cold or too hot? And we'll adjust appropriately. We also cater to women. It's hard to get a woman to go into the shop and look at what we're looking at because they always say the same thing. I don't know what I'm looking at. 
I know, but I want you to come in and you ask me to replace the timing cover because someone else told you you did it. I want you to walk out here with me and I want to show you what they're talking about. Now, I'm going to, I've got two cars in the air on either side of your car and we're going to look at their timing covers too. You see Mrs. Jones weeping and seeping and leaking and gushing all mean different things. But a lot of times they say you've got a weep or a seep. You know, most cars over 70,000 miles have a weep or a seep in the cooling system or in the oil system or whatever. There's no reason to go in there and spend a thousand bucks trying to fix that. Let's wait till it becomes something that's on the floor. And we said to this, this older lady, do you see anything on the floor? No. Are you sure? I would know. Have you, are you adding all that to it? No. Do you ever see any blue smoke out of the tailpipe? No. Do you ever smell burn oil? No. Okay, we put it up in the rack. It's got this wetness to it. And the wetness is not even a weep or a seep. So we look at it and we go, no, come on out here. Come on out here. Look at this. Look at this. There's lots of shops that do that. We want to put ladies in a comfort zone. So this is yours. This is this car. This is this car, as you can see. Now, if you have a bad oil leak and they're telling you you have to have it fixed, the oil leak will leak downward because of gravity, but as you're moving through the air, it'll curl down and it'll go down the underside of the car. And on a bad oil leak, you'll have spots of oil on the rear bumper and the win rear winch or the rear window. So when you look at all of that, and on the other hand, the lady comes in and she says, "They told me I needed a bunch of work, and it's an oil leak. We lift it up in the air, and the entire underside of the car is covered in oil, from the leak all the way to the rear bumper." Bingo, we agree. So those are the kinds of things. Now, women, you should always ask to see. Now, you can't always do that, but we can FaceTime you. We can show you. We can show you a good motor mount and your bad one. We can do lots of that kind of stuff with new technology. My daughter, Andy, insists that the technician takes off an old part that is obviously bad. Now, they're going to put a new part on it, so they have a phone they have a shop phone. We have a shop phone. And the technician has to take a picture of the two mounts side by side. Your broken one and a new one. It ha they have to. So then Andy gets that and puts them on Instagram. And so we have good and bad parts and we have lots of pictures. So if you want to look what a motor mount looks like, go there. So nevertheless, it's car. It, my whole show is really self-defense for car expense. Just that simple. I'm hoping to give you self-defense for car expense because that's kind of important. In addition to that, I want you to be aware of where your owner's manual is, and when you're told that you need a cooling system flush at 70,000 miles, hand that person your owner's manual and say, would you look that up and show me where it says that? Because if he's lying to you, he's going to come up with an excuse why. I don't have time. So your owner's manual is written for your car. It's a good thing to follow. If you're told to do something, hand them your owner's manual and say, where does it say that you need to flush my tailpipe? Where does it say that you need to regurgitate the air in my air conditioning unit? Those are the kind of silly stuff. Where does it say that you have to clean my throttle blades or flush my fuel injectors? Show me in my owner's manual. That's really a hard question to answer, especially if you decide to be a bandit. So mark at marksalem.com is my email address, mark at marksalem.com. I take questions, I take criticisms, but if I'm right, I'll let you know, and if I'm not, I'll apologize, and I'll apologize publicly. So again, mark at marksalem.com. Um, please drive safely. Please wear your seatbelt. Please don't drink and drive, and if somebody does something nice for you, would you roll down your window and give them a wave with your left hand? 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.